welcome to the odd and offbeat podcast Hey, Oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-culpable Louis Fox. <laughs> That's right, I'm very culpable. Because we were just going through all the nefarious things that we have done in our lifetime and yes. trying to come up with the worst thing. <laughs> so for the NSA listening, dial into Matt's Alexa, <laughs> because it heard the whole thing. Yeah, she definitely heard, she was glowing green as we were speaking, <laughs> I'm like, something's gonna go down. <laughs> there was a note that said, calling 911. I love how, like... Like, like we had this conversation a few days ago, and then throughout the week, you've been texting me other things that are coming to memory. Like, I stabbed a guy. I That's pushed like, a woman down a, in a wheelchair down. I stole a baby. I pushed a woman in a wheelchair down and stole down a hill and stole a baby. Yeah. What's your old timey crimes? I want some old timey crimes. I drank liquor once. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I I danced. <laughs> My old timey crimes. <laughs> I, I worked on a Sunday. <laughs> what's, what's your crime? No, I'm an upstanding citizen, man. Ah. I'm a good Christian. Okay. I do not do crimes or drugs. All right. Or work, like you said, on Sunday or use the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> You're high on living a proper I life. I am. I am. <laughs> I'm high on the totem pole because that is the closest to heaven. Oh. That's the way that I like to look at it. I think a lot of people be like, if you're on the totem pole, that's not uh, Christian um, <laughs> mythology. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Lots of B&Es. Tons of B&Es. Mm-hmm. You know, lots of property vandalism. Huh. I've had the feds show up to my house before. Yeah. This very house for various things that I can't necessarily say <laughs> on air. <laughs> but yeah, you know, good times. Yeah, yeah, good times. I can say I've never had the guy open the wallet and flash the badge to me. Oh, it's yeah, always yeah. been on the outside of their clothes. Oh, that's yeah. So that's a level gotcha. of crime I'm at. Gotcha. There's I've not had, a lot of. I've had some undercover instances, <laughs> sting operations. I've been in. That's <laughs> that's how you know it's deep doo doo is when they have to open their wallet to show you who yeah. they are. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah. That's not good. Yeah, speaking of crime, here in Seattle, we had the riots. We had, you know, people vandalizing all sorts of crazy stuff, man. It's kind of been bananas. We're we're, currently, when we're recording this, we are on curfew. Yeah. Yes, we're still on curfew. We're not allowed out after five, folks. Which is crazy because we're also on shelter at home, which means we can't go out anyway before five. I feel like this is old-timey, old-timey days right here. (laughs) Don't go out past five or the bears will eat you. (laughs) Pretty much, <laughs> and then the plague will get you. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a little a little while because like you know we were walking yesterday and I got this like my phone started going crazy. Normally mm-hmm. when that happens, it's like child missing, Louis stole the baby, or <laughs> yeah. you know like you know have look out for a car with this license plate. Yep. but it's like you must be inside. If it's past five o'clock, don't yeah. even think about it. I got that too, and I'm not even in Seattle. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah, in the city that you live in, Des Moines, yeah. did they have a curfew? No. Oh, there's. But I got the alert. There. Yeah, I was out walking my dog. It was like seven p.m. when I got the alert. Oh, too. gotcha. So I turned off all the Amber alerts on my phone, mm-hmm. not because I'm a jerk, but because the the you don't like people named Amber. Yeah, I don't like people <laughs> named Alert. <laughs> yeah, one time there was an Amber alert. 
And I'd seen on, I'm like, oh, okay, I'll look for And then, like, they found the kid, like, half an hour later. Mm. And for the next four hours, I was getting the same Amber Alert. Oh, really? And I was like, you guys aren't using this. You're like, they found the kid already. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least half of it. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I want that Amber Alert. We're looking for the bottom half of, (laughs) we're looking for the right leg of a man. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a leg alert. (laughs) Yeah, good times. Yeah, so we had the we had some instances down here with the protests and people were raiding a Nordstrom and my argument was that it was like it was a Nordstrom rack. Yeah. It was like people didn't even want those clothes really. <laughs> Yeah, they're they're regular clothes. Yeah, I mean, come on, can we really blame them? They're who, like, who loots the outlet mall? Yeah, it's like you know, it's like Ross dress for less. It's like really, they're helping us out. Yeah, they're part of the. They're cycle. taking clothes that no one wanted. Exactly, I'm with and you. And Ross can write it off on an insurance, right? So everyone wins, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's a win-win. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there was tear gas in the streets. There's tear gas, and here's my thinking: that everyone's worried that all these people came together during the pandemic. That if there's not a spike in coronavirus in like two weeks. You know what that means? What? Tear gas cures the coronavirus. It might. We should look into this. <laughs> Unexplored territory. We should look into this. <laughs> the unintended consequences are positive. Yeah, that we learned mustard gas <laughs> clears, clear, clears up a little respiratory thing. It's like back to the future, right? <laughs> Yeah, man, it's crazy stuff. And, you know, we were not downtown when all that nope. happened. It's been happening all over the country, and it's kind of crazy to look at and watch. But, it, you know, it's it's interesting and it's important. Yeah. It's creating a dialogue that I think has not been around in a while. Yes. And I think it is important that people are talking about it. Well, and it, it lets me gives me a reason to talk to my daughter openly and honestly about not trusting the man. Absolutely. Yeah. How to take how to make Molotov cocktails. Uh-huh. I already took a master class on that. <laughs> yeah, it was in master. I took Steve Martin's comedy yeah. class. I did Danny Elfman's scoring a, a full-length movie. And Abby Hoffman's <laughs> How to Raid a Nordstrom's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Should like Jesse Jackson do a master class on protesting? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Do you think that people <laughs> who are lo- wait, you're saying that the people who are looting and raiding should watch how to protest? <laughs> yeah. They don't have a master class. <laughs> if he made one, they maybe stole the download code. <laughs> They're sharing the password. <laughs> you know it's not a legit computer hacking course if you have to actually pay for the code to get into the class. Snowden on how to release (laughs) state secrets. (laughs) All right. Well, it's kind of crazy times, and uh, it's good that it's creating a dialogue, like we said, and it's kind of cool to bring up past memories of our criminal activities. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So we were watching a protest video, and there was a guy smashing out a window of a cop car, Uh and Matt's like, that guy's never swung anything in his life. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. It was like like he was trying to be Junior John McEnroe swinging a yeah. two-by-four like a tennis racket. Yeah. They did not... It looked like they had never, A, swung an object at a different another object. Yeah. <laughs> and B, they seemed like they didn't know what was going to happen when they hit steel with a baseball bat. Yeah. And they, they, they did it so timidly, like there was no rage behind it. No. That's how you can tell that's like a paid protester. Yeah. There, it's an opportunist There you looter. go. Yeah. Not someone who has a genuine grief with that police car. Yeah. So, yeah. It was... Uh, the video was pretty... Maybe we, we can find it. We posted it because it's like... Come on, commit to this. It was pretty. Come on, where's the rage? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyways, 
that's going on. And uh, we hope you're safe. <laughs> hope you're safe. And uh, if you need some bail money, let us know. Yeah. We'll start a Patreon page for we'll you. We'll start a GoFundMe. We'll start a GoFundMe for your bail if you were looting. All right. So if you were in jail, what would your Kickstarter um, prize, what would your Patreon levels be for your bail money? All right. Well, I'd do a $3 Patreon for... What do you get for three bucks? You get a daily journal okay. on how I'm poisoning my cellmate. Okay. And that, I like that. And you get my workout regiments. Okay. Yeah. That's $5. Burpees all day. $5, $5 level. You get my workout regiments. <laughs> all right. $10? Six, for $10, I will walk up and punch the biggest guy. No, that's got to be more money. <laughs> you do that for free your first day. <laughs> You do that before you open the Patreon. I'll do a cooking class for $10 oh, nice. on how to make meth and moonshine. And, and pruno. Uh, yeah, and roll your own. Make how to, I don't know. What do you grow? Can you grow anything there? In, Enzymes? In, in prison, you probably grow mold. Yeah. And yeah. rage. There you go. Um, I don't know. What would yours be? Five bucks. I would do card tricks for the Aryan Brotherhood. Okay. Dangerous. Dangerous. You put your life at risk. What you're yeah. Saying. yeah. And we would do that. I'd send you the, secu- I'd give you the info so you can the free- security cam. for a Freedom Information Act <laughs> on, the, on the security right, camera yeah. how this goes down. $10. We're not going to ask how you got the cards into <laughs> prison. $10. I'll show you how I got the cards into prison. <laughs> $150. Teardrop tattoo. Oh, yeah. The teardrop tattoo. Would you get a teardrop tattoo? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if murder will look good on me. I'd- <laughs> I'd have to try it out and get a henna teardrop tattoo. <laughs> You're or like, like, put someone in a coma first <laughs> before I suffocate him. I don't know. <laughs> like, That's not a real tattoo. Like, he's still in a coma. I'm still thinking about it. I'm still. He's still in a coma. He's not dead yet. <laughs> we'll fill it in when he dies. It's more of a placeholder. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to some weird stories, Louie. Let's do it. Let's get to some weird news. This story comes from globalnews.ca. That's a news source more reliable than an amnesiac on Memorial Day. Wait, so you're saying that they won't remember Memorial Day? Correct. All holidays. <laughs> well, Memorial Day is it's specific. <laughs> the trauma was created. They have the PTSD from Memorial Day. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> that was a good one, Louie. I like when I have to explain it on several tiers. <laughs> so this story goes, so stupid, just like myself, police bust watermelon head suspect after theft. All right. I'm channeling uh, my inner Steve Hamilton. Clearly they weren't using their gourds. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and there is a disclaimer based off of that joke. And <laughs> there are a lot of puns in this specific article written by whoever the uh, Josh K. Elliott, the author of the article. He uses a lot of puns. So bear with us as we say them. Yes. Police say they've arrested one of two CD characters who allegedly stole from a Virginia convenience store with real hollowed out watermelons on their heads. You know what's crazy is everyone's wearing masks right now. These people are clearly like super overachievers. Yeah, right? <laughs> 
And Virginia's not just for lovers anymore. <laughs> no. It's for melon lovers. <laughs> the knockoff jan- jack-o'-lanterns, and that's what it is. It's like a poor man's jack-o'-lantern, showed yep. off at Sheets convenience store around 9.30 p.m. on May 6th, according to the Lusa Police Department. Both men had watermelons on their heads with holes cut out for eye slits, and they made off with an unspecified amount of alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> How do you not know? Well, it kind of looks like they... It, so what? So the picture that we're looking at, it looks like they're wearing alien masks. Yeah. And there is no mouth hole nope. for it. It's like, what'd you say? Give me the, what'd you say? And he takes the watermelon. Yeah. Give me your alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> well, have you ever, so one Halloween when I was probably like 20, I had forgotten it was Halloween. So I bought a pumpkin, hollowed it out and put it over my head. Great costume. Yeah. And that thing is heavy as hell. Yeah, right? So I can't imagine like a water, like trying to function with a watermelon and you can't see. Yeah. You know how they caught him? How? They scanned the barcode that was left (laughs) on on the actual melon. (laughs) Tied it back to his credit card. (laughs) Security footage from the store shows both men in their melon masks and it's a sight to behold, if nothing else. I mean, that's the thing is you just turn the the head like 90 degrees and they're screwed. Yeah, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it does it does <laughs> limit your peripheral quite a bit. So you can just sneak up behind and just turn the mask, and then they're like, well, how yeah. do I do this? And the people in the picture, I don't, and it doesn't say it in the article, I don't think they had weapons. I think they... It was just like a grab and go. I think so. It's unclear what seeded the idea in the melon-headed miscreants' minds. However, police say they've managed to bust open the case after appealing to the public for help. They're like... Who's been at a Spody lately? Yeah. They're like, who was the top 10 finalist in the watermelon seed spinning contest at the Virginia State Fair last year? Give me those names pronto. <laughs> it's Carl and Jimmy. <laughs> Justin M. Rogers, who was 20 at the time of the incident, has been arrested in connection with the case, according to police. Rogers is facing charges of wearing a mask in public while committing larceny, underage possession of alcohol, and petite larceny under $500 of alcohol. I like that if I did it, I would not get petite larceny. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a little bit of larceny. <laughs> <laughs> he took out under 100 pounds of stuff. <laughs> Well, so, I don't understand the wearing mask in public, like especially during this time, right? During yeah. the you know pandemic, everyone's wearing masks yeah. in public. How can that not be a law that is waived or given exception to? Because well, you sh- you shouldn't be committing a larceny anyway. <laughs> You're like, look, you can't get me on the additional wearing a mask while committing a larceny charge yeah. because you require me to wear a mask. That's got to get thrown out, right? Yeah. Okay. Constitute. You know what kind of alcohol they stole? What? White Claw. You know what flavor? Peach is what I'm hoping they went with. (laughs) Records show he is due to appear in court on July 7th. Police say they've narrowed down a second suspect, although the time isn't quite ripe to identify Mm -hmm. him. Which is so ridiculous. Customers at the convenience store said they were truly shocked to hear about the case. It's so stupid, customer Candace Went told local station R... I see. She also described the mask as innovative, but ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I give them points for style. <laughs> style I like and originality. what they're doing. I like, <laughs> I like their approach. But really, for some uh, whipped cream vodka? Yeah. <laughs> the amount of work that you have to do to actually hollow out a watermelon to stick on your head, I think, is kind of crazy, she said. Customer, Barry Welch, acknowledged that it was an original idea. I yeah. like how they just... They de-escalated or 
they digressed from the robbery to like, why did you think of the mask? Yeah. <laughs> well, really, that's that's the important thing is we're all like. But how many how many social media how many likes on Facebook did they get? <laughs> how many hours do you think it took him to carve that thing out? <laughs> I bet it was pretty quick. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think it was faster than sewing a uh, a mask. Yeah, you get one of those melon ballers. <laughs> Boom, done. Right. Yeah. I definitely give them points for ingenuity. He said, at a time like this, you could have worn any kind of mask, but to come up with a watermelon. It's unclear what happened to the watermelons, but it's pretty clear the suspects weren't using their melons in the plot. Can you imagine, like, when the cop busts you and you're like, I didn't wear a watermelon, and then the cop kind of smells your hair and he's like, it's either some sweet Bath and Body Works spritzer. <laughs> hey, my girlfriend gave me a gift certificate to Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so what do you think, Louie? I, I like that they were they were doing something innovative. They were on the cutting edge of, were. of larceny. <laughs> Petite larceny. <laughs> Petite larceny. Well, if this guy would have waited a year, he would have gotten most of the charges dropped because yeah. he would have been of age. Yep. One of the charges is that he is underage, yep. having alcohol. I'm glad, I'm, for it. I'm glad they didn't make a mockery of everyone else wearing a mask and using that to their advantage. Yeah. They, they, they were, were respectful. Ethical. <laughs> Ethical liquor store robbers. Yes. Right? They yeah. weren't like just wearing the cloth mask around the, the mouth and nose. Yeah. You know? And they, you know, they were stay true and they didn't take advantage of Halloween costumes. Exactly. Like a Nixon mask is traditional. Reagan oh, so mask. hack. Yeah. So hack. <laughs> I'm curious though, maybe one of them had like a distinguishing head feature. That would have given them away if they just wore a face mask. Yeah, but any, but you could wear any mask. You wear a hoodie and like a yeah. What happened to the? Where's the old like beanie with the eyes cut <laughs> yeah, out? No one does you, that yeah, anymore. What's the deal with the that? Old, old mugger mask? Yeah, <laughs> the ski mask. Did they? Uh, did Fat Albert ruin that for everybody? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to make a comeback. All right, so we do like the ingenuity. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, it's bummed that they got caught because, yeah. I mean, it sounds like they didn't steal that much liquor. It's like, come on. Can you guys, you can spare a couple bottles of booze for someone who's got a great idea. Yeah. Right? We should be supporting genius. We should be We should be funding their Kickstarter yes, with liquor. we should be. <laughs> we should be helping these trailblazers out, <laughs> not punishing them. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep. Weird news story number two. We have a story from the archives, folks. We are bringing out some old stories, and this one has sat in the archive for a while because it is pretty gross and dark. So if you have an uneasy stomach or do not like graphic stories, this story might not be for you. But it's finally getting its day in the sun. Yes, it is. (laughs) And it comes from Newsweek.com. That's a news source more reliable than a lullaby sung by RoboCop. I I think that'd be okay. (laughs) Drop it. It's essentially like Alexa singing you a lullaby, right? (laughs) Yeah. Do you want that? (laughs) It depends on what my options are. Is Is it the smoking man, the tracheotomy guy, or is it Alexa? I'd probably go with Alexa. All right. 
So story goes, Florida man arrested after botched home castration on man he met via dark web eunuch fetish site. That pretty much tells it all. Yes. So if that uh, does not sound like your cup of tea, folks, (laughs) fast forward about eight minutes. (laughs) Because it's going to get much more graphic from here on out. A 74-year-old Florida man, of course, in Florida, was arrested on Monday following a botched castration attempt on an individual he met via a dark web fetish site, police say. The headline should be, 74-year-old man was able to navigate to the dark web. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point. (laughs) I'm 40, I don't know how to navigate to the dark web. (laughs) It wasn't the dark web, we met on homecastration.com. Yeah, come on. Which is available, I looked it up. Uh, (laughs) It's available if you want it, folks. According to jail inmate records, Gary Van Riswick of Sebring was detained by officers from the Highlands County Sheriff's Office on Monday and charged with practicing medicine without a license, resulting in bodily injury, a second degree felony. So I wonder what's worse, assault or practicing medicine without a license resulting in injury? Assault. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. If you just grab the guy and cut his well, testicles off. Because one is willing and yeah. one is unwilling. Okay. Right? Assault is unwilling. Like when you're doing... I think my body, my choice, I should be able to consent to any medical procedure performed by anyone. Yeah, I agree. Like I... You have illegal tattoos. I have illegal... <laughs> I do. I, I have tattoos that were done at the home. I have surgery I did on myself. Oh. I stitched myself up right here. Yeah. I did that. So I don't know. Is that illegal? It might be. That's that's weird. Deputies arrived at the man's Orday Road residence shortly before midnight. I love how they put the, the yeah. where it's at in case you want to swing by and get your junk cut off. <laughs> shortly before midnight Sunday after a 911 hang-up call. The door was answered by Van Riswick, who told them he had castrated a man. The man was found on a bed in the home bleeding heavily from the groin. Do you know why he hung up on the 911 call? Why? Didn't have the balls to follow through. <laughs> Do you think the do you think the guy who did the operation did the nine one one call or do you think it was the patient? Probably the guy who did the operation yeah. was like this is gone gone. He didn't south. he couldn't say what happened and that's why he hung yeah. up. Gotcha. And I'm just gonna add that the ads that accompany this story are very disturbing. <laughs> there's like there's like egg yolks like yeah. separated from the eggs, and then there's like an avocado with eggs in it. Yeah. So Close by, a pink container contained his testicles, deputy said. The room had been set up like a surgical center, complete with medical equipment and painkillers. A camera had also been set up to record the procedure, but it was not immediately clear if it was filming. That's the first thing you do is you go, let me see it. Yeah, gosh. I I mean, just the picture that they're painting, I'm just like, oh, this sounds like you know, some sort of German horror. Yeah, it's like it, it, he's, he's... Human been, centipede! Yeah, he's one step from the centipede. <laughs> Van Riswick admitted he met the victim, who has not been named on a website on the dark website dedicated to eunuch fetishism. Van Riswick told the man that he had previously conducted castrations on animals and had removed one of his own testicles back in 2012, the Highlands County Sheriff's Office said in a release posted to Facebook. I wonder, like, where does he keep his testicle? He's not throwing that away. No! That's in a jar somewhere on his property. Sold on a Facebook group (laughs) that we might buy. Oh, wait, let me... What was his name? (laughs) 
I won't go say exactly what I own in my collection. Mm-hmm. Authorities might be listening, <laughs> but I do have th- similar items <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in a jar upstairs. The botch procedure started on Sunday at roughly 10 p.m. However, the home patient started to bleed heavily, resulting in difficulty closing the wound. The Tampa Bay Times reported. <laughs> I would think that would be the easier of yeah. all the things to do is sewing it up. Yeah, I guess if blood's just squirting out, though, it gets slippery. Yeah, true. Van Rizwick told police he had attempted the same procedure on the man a week prior, but it was delayed. He claimed to have castrated a man a few years ago in a motel that had similar results, but was not reported to law enforcement at the time. Deputies noted. This guy's very much a practice makes perfect sort of guy. Yeah, I've done animals. I've done Larry. I did a, I did a guy in a Motel 6 parking lot. Here, read read the reviews on my Yelp page. All one star. Larry gave me one star. My the, my goose gave me two stars. But the testicle I removed for myself, five stars. <laughs> According, Why would you only remove one? Yeah, I don't know. Just to see if he could do it, maybe? Oh, yeah. A bar bet? (laughs) (laughs) It was totally worth that pitcher of beer. (laughs) Maybe he had three testicles. Oh. They didn't say that. Yeah. According to BuzzFeed, the initial procedure had to be pushed back a week because the man had ejaculated while Van Rizwick attempted to sanitize his penis. You know what makes me hot? What? Rubbing alcohol on my junk. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's weird that, like, why, why would that make you stop? I don't know. Maybe he has to be erect for it to happen or to cut the whole thing off. Uh, Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Scott Dressel, the sheriff's police public information officer, told the media outlet he was unsure if the patient's testicles had been reattached when he reached the hospital, where he remains in stable condition. Now, if you wanted to have your your stuff cut off and they took you to the hospital, would you be like, no, just fix me as is? Well, that's what the, the... Information officer says, he says, I don't know if he would even want that. Yeah. Van Reswick bond was set at $250,000 jail inmate records posted online by the sheriff's office confirmed. Although, honestly, if he went to jail for this, I feel like no one would touch him. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, you know, what are you in for? Uh, I cut the dicks off a bunch of dudes. Yeah. In a okay. motel. All right. Well, we're, we're going to let you eat. Yeah. Hang up calls are pretty routine and deputies respond to many of them per shift, but most of them don't make the cut when it comes to being Mm. memorable. This one will definitely hang around in the memory for a while, the Florida Sheriff's Office said. Yeah, that's a winner. So what do we think about this, Louie? Not a fan. No. Kind of, uh, it's kind of intense. We we learn a lot that we probably didn't know. We you we learned that there's a eunuch fetish site. Yep. We learned that people are into this and yep. that this can happen at somebody's home. Could be our neighbors are doing this yeah. right now. Oh, that'd be crazy. And we learned that a seventy year old man made it to the dark to web. The dark web, which is impressive because my dad is seventy seven. He can barely operate a FaceTime. Yep. Let alone hooking up with somebody on a yeah. We hope that this brought you some joy? great, great concern. <laughs> Not surprised it's in Florida. Nope. All right. Mm-hmm. 
That's it for today, folks. Want to thank you so much for listening to our weird and unusual podcast. Yes, and be sure to check us out on all of the social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter. Absolutely. Like every episode, we say there is a meme contest. If you have not submitted a funny comment to our weekly pictures, you should give it a shot. Yes. Uh, tons of great prizes going out. We got some new winners last couple of weeks. It's going to be... Absolutely. And we got some cool prizes that we've been sending out compliments of the Laser Geek that you can check out on thelasergeek.com. All sorts of cool stuff on there. And he cut us some cool keychains. We got some t-shirts, some stickers. What you need. <laughs> yeah, what you need, we got it. Got this cool mug you can't see, but it's the On Off Beat Podcast mug. And they can customize it to any graphic or product you need. There you go. Yeah. So, what else do, can the people see the Louis Fox experience on virtual live? What's going on? So, Louis? Wednesday the 10th, I'll be going to the dentist if they're allowed to be open. It's going to oh, be wow. pretty amazing. That's exciting. I haven't been uh, flossing every day, so we'll see how this turns out. And f- for your Patreon contribution, Louis <laughs> will live stream from inside of his mouth. Oh, I would totally do that. Yeah, or he'll send you x-rays of his cavity-ridden mouth. (laughs) And then on the 12th, I actually have, not open to the public, but it's a show I'm doing live. Ooh. Yeah, it's for some kids. It's they have, can only have like nine kids, and I do a show outdoors. Uh-huh. So I'm doing three short shows, and you have to keep a distance. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think there's going to be a banker's position between the virus. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, is there going to be some sort of like you know plastic shield between you and the audience? Or um, no, I think the only walls up will be my emotional walls. Okay. I know I have to think I have to wear a mask and then they they have to be distant from me and it's a no contact show. So gotcha. I can't like have a kid help me. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah, that's interesting, man. That's probably the first live show you've done in three months. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And then uh, that evening, I'm doing a virtual show for a school's carnival that had to get canceled. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, uh, we'll see how that plays out. So though. if you want the meeting code for that and you want to crash the Zoom show, shoot, shoot us an note. info. <laughs> info at oddandoffbeat.com and yep. we will provide that information. Just please... Be family friendly. Exactly. Wear clothes, folks. <laughs> and and where can they catch the Matt Baker comedy stunt show virtually online? Nowhere. Ah. Nowhere, my friend. I, I am envy hanging your schedule. Out. Erica and I are headed to Texas to hang out with her family. I've been instructed that I am not allowed to speak politics with them. Oh, no yeah. politics and no vegetarianism. Yeah, or <laughs> religious stuff. Yeah, <laughs> vegetarian is a big one. Yeah, that's more than the other ones. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Her, her stepmom does make fun of me regularly about being a vegetarian. She oh. doesn't seem to understand how you can survive as a human without eating meat. Ah. She cannot wrap her mind around it. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a, well, that's like the 1980s mindset. You're like, how does that work? Yeah. If there's no meat in it, I ain't eating it. Yeah. Well, it's, my wife had that, like, like every meal must have meat, and we're, I'm slowly breaking her yeah. of that. Yeah. I ain't going to eat unless something dies. That's how you know it's dinner time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that should be fun, and that will be happening. I'm headed to Texas for like a week, so that should be a good time. Now, I'm you... trying to clear my liver because her family drinks a uh, lot, and so I got to, you know. Are you building your tolerance or no, 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 no. you're flushing? I'm flushing now. Ah. So, I mean, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of alcohol. 
<laughs> well, good luck. Yeah, thank you. So if you want to follow my progress. <laughs> follow your blood alcohol content. <laughs> you can send us an email, info.nonoffbeat.com, and I will give you daily updates. You, he will secretly FaceTime you in on him hanging out. Oh, yeah. When I'm being berated for being a vegetarian, <laughs> I will FaceTime you in. <laughs> To bear witness. So that's it for us, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you're safe. We hope you're well. We hope you are happy. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Gracias por escuchar el podcast de Odd Enough Beat.